Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. I'm blessed to be with you as always. As this next hour, you get to call in and ask questions, perhaps uh, a Bible question that you have, maybe about Christian living or we as Christians, what should our our Christian worldview be with the things around us? And so uh, I invite you to call, as you just heard that number, the call-in number is 303-690-3000. Welcome everyone who's tuned in to Calvary Live. So glad that we can meet together over the radio, over uh, the uh, smartphones and the Grace FM app, or whether it's the Grace FM website People from all over the country are tuned in, so we want to welcome all of you. I want to start by welcoming you here that are listening to Grace FM. You're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon. I pray that you are well. It's a beautiful day. Fall's always a beautiful time of the year here in Colorado, even though we're dealing with smoke with the fire still burning. So I'd love for you to call, and I'd love to see how you're doing, your questions. If you got prayer uh, needs and prayer requests, Give me a call at 303-690-3000. And then also, I want to give you that text line that is 720-336-0897. And so text me a question or a prayer request. And I want to remind you, as most of you know, that uh, that text line is um, open 24-7. And there uh, are those at Calvary Church in Aurora that will... Uh, pray for you, respond to you. And so anywhere in the country where you can text 720-336-0897, please uh, give those prayer requests. And we need to be praying for each other. During this next hour, as time permits, we are going to uh, be uh, uh, looking at those requests. And uh, um, I would love to just be able to do that as time permits and be able to pray for you and even now. So give me a call. 303-690-3000, the call-in number. I'd love to talk to you. And then the text line as well. We want to welcome everyone who's listening, those who are perhaps on the East Coast listening on Grace, or not Grace, but Truth and Hope FM, and maybe another uh, Christian radio station, Refuge FM. Uh, If you are listening on another Christian station other than Grace FM, you are a week delayed, but you can call it that number, the call-in number, 303-690-3000. We have our conversation, then you get to listen to it a week later, but many of you are listening online, whether it's your um, smartphones, your, your your devices on the Grace FM app, or whether you're listening on the Grace FM website on your computer. Welcome. Give me a call. Love to hear from you and love to talk with you as well. And uh, we want those phone lines to fill up. Yesterday it was busy. It was so good. Such a great conversation uh, that we had with so many people and and calling in and needing prayer and asking questions. And that's what this show is all about. So we got a couple open lines. We're going to go to the phone lines. Um, get on the phone. It's great to call early. 
uh, while you can and you're not put on hold. Usually, as we go through the show, it can get kind of busy. So give me a call at 303-690-3000. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Greeley in northern Colorado, and usually I'm with you on Mondays and Tuesdays. And uh, it's always the blessing. So uh, perhaps maybe you're at home with the kids or at work finishing up or taking a walk. I'd love to have you give me a call. And uh, let's talk about the things of the Lord. There's so much that is going on. This is your show. This is an opportunity for you to just be able to um, uh, have us talk together and talk through the things that are important to you. So uh, 303-690-3000. Let's get the phones ringing, but we're going to go to Patrick in Brighton. Hi, Patrick. Pastor Jeff. Pat- I, hi, Pastor Jeff. Hi, Patrick. You're on Calvary Live. Thank you. I would, I would like a, I would like a prayer request for me. Me and my my lady uh, Annie broke up a month and a half ago. I've been praying and watching videos and all that, and uh, I'm just having a tough time. And if you want to say something kind for Annie, that's great. Also, yeah. You know, Patrick, a breakup is very difficult and it's very hard. And right now, you got a hole in your heart. And you're sad, but but I want you to know this, that the Lord sees that, and he knows you're hurt. And he desires to bring the comfort to you that only he can give. And, you know, Paul the Apostle, when he was leaving Asia, and um, he had a very difficult time uh, in Ephesus, and um, even though there was much fruit in that ministry and stuff, and, and um, you know, when you're with a person and you care for them, and you've loved them, and then all of a sudden that relationship is severed. Uh, you feel like Paul did, just press beyond measure. But he said something very important. I'm going to read it to you. You're probably familiar with the verse. Uh, and then I'm going to pray for you. But he said, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort in which we ourselves are comforted by God. So he desires to um, just bring that comfort to you day by day, moment by moment. You keep going to him, looking to him, trusting in him, and resting in his love. So, Father, I pay for Patrick. He's saddened, he's grieving over the breakup um, that he had with somebody very important to him. And, Lord, I just pray that you'd bring the comfort that he needs right now. And, Lord, that in those times where we may not understand everything and the hurt and it's hard to focus and and the pain is still there, that you would bring him the comfort that he needs throughout the day and you give him the strength that he needs and the wisdom that he needs. And, Lord, that he would know that you're with him, you care for him, and that when he finds himself, you know, at a time where it's so overwhelming, that he can call out to you because you hear and that you be his strong tower, you be his defense, you be his stability, you be everything that he needs right now. And I just pray for him, and I pray for um, the his friend that he broke up with, his girlfriend. Pray for her, that, Lord, that you administer to her as well. And, Lord, you know the whole situation and the circumstances. And I pray that you... Uh, would bring to pass your promise that you promise to work all things for good for those who love you. It isn't that he turns the bad to good, but but in the bad, he works good, and that you would do that for Patrick in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You bet. You stay in touch, okay? And stay close to the Lord. All right. I will. Okay, Patrick. God bless you. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. It is hard, you know, when relationships get severed or strained, whether that's with somebody that, you know, is uh, that you've been dating or going out with, or whether it's a family member or an old friend or with children. Uh, some of you, you've gone through that. And one of the things that we have uh, been looking at in Matthew's Gospel on Sunday morning that Jesus talks about, that he is preeminent in relationships, and and that's going to cause uh, relationships to be strained and severed as we live for him, and it hurts, and he understands that, and so he desires to bring comfort to you. So if you need prayer, please uh, just uh, you uh, call and ask for prayer, text for prayer, ask for prayer from other brothers and sisters for the Lord to strengthen you. So 303-690-3000, we got an open line. Uh, that's the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So glad to be with you on this beautiful day and pray you're doing well and you're being blessed. And I, we want to be a blessing to you as uh, this hour as you're listening to Calvary Live. Let's go to Will in Longmont. Hi, Will. Will, are you there? I don't know if we have Will. Maybe we lost him, so we don't have Will. Okay, we're going to move on. Hey, um, let's go to Dwayne. Let's try try Dwayne. How you doing? Is this... Is this Dwayne? Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I enjoy. I'm enjoying the the job delivering parts for uh, fishers. Although uh, yesterday I had a little uh, tango with somebody, and more I seemed to stick my stick to myself and just mind my own business or whatever, and maybe sing and mumble to myself to when I'm trying to get my stuff together to to put it in the van and go. And uh, this one dude just, like, just whatever kept parking, and I had sort of had a blow-up on him and told him to shut up. And and then uh, also this morning, and I told that to the supervisors, uh, you know, about the deal. And so I don't know something's going to happen because then next thing you know, they, uh, as I was leaving, they went and got the, the manager, so and I saw that dude over there, so I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but okay. hopefully it's nothing. Hopefully it's just something that will come to a neutral agreement. And on top yeah. of that, this morning, uh, Ron Ron Beard from our church, who was guy, I mean, I ended up becoming pretty close to. It's like, yeah, somebody I was able to, when things were going on or whatever, I was able to talk to him. He always had some kind of uh, positive influence on, and he ended up uh, passing away today. You know, he had, yeah, I thought in the spring they had to all clear for his cancer, and then uh, next thing you know, like three weeks, he was in the hospital, kidney shutting down, and then yeah. he went home yesterday and from the hospital and, and, and was on hospice or whatever. Or, right. Something yeah. like that, and then he passed so, away this morning. Dwayne, and Eddie who Van is Halen this also died today. Who? Eddie Van Halen, the guitar player from Van Halen. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, some of us that are older remember him. The first individual you're talking about, uh, who was that again? Can you tell me? Ron. Ron. Okay. I forget his All wife's right. name. Okay. Well, we'll continue, we'll pray for them. And and one of the things, Dwayne, is I think I just kind of lost you. Um, uh, but, still hear you. Okay, good. Dwayne, one of the things, I want to give you a couple of verses as, you know, you're working with people, and it's not always easy, And um, but I want to read from Romans chapter 12, just something for you to think through and pray through and ask the Lord to help you with. Uh, but in Romans chapter 12, um, we know that, Paul says, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And I like the the qualification that, that Paul puts in there. He understands that there's going to be conflicts, that there's going to be difficulties. And he says, as much as depends on you, if possible, live peaceably with all men. And how you might be able to do that. And um, just to be able to answer with uh, your speech seasoned with salt and, um, you know, Ephesians chapter 5 says, let no corrupt words proceed out of your mouth. Just, Lord, help me be gentle. Lord, help me to be quick to hear and slow to speak and, and not to you know stir up strife. And I'm not saying you're doing that, but Lord, just help me to, Lord, live peaceably with all men as much as possible. And um, because sometimes you feel like somebody's messing with you and, you know, pushing your buttons and all this. And that's where we need the direction and the strength of the Holy Spirit just to get through those things. And, and you know, uh, and and there are those who just love to do that and stir up strife, but I, I'm not going to give in to that. I'm going to live peaceably and, um, and as much as I can. And the Lord goes on and says, I'll take care of it. I'll be your defender. So just wanted to give you that encouragement. So, Father, I pray for Dwayne as um, he's in his job, he likes his job, and that he would be able to do it peaceably. But Lord, also to be able to just have the wisdom how He answers to those who perhaps maybe poking at them and or uh, causing strife or whatever, just saying different things. That Lord, that He would be able to have that restraint that He needs, that you have the wisdom that He needs uh, to answer or not even answer. And uh, Lord, that He would live peaceably as much as depends on Him with all His coworkers. And Lord, that you give him wisdom and how to answer, that he would have his speech seasoned with with grace, um, with gentleness, and Lord, no corrupt word proceed out of his mouth, but what is necessary um, for grace for the hearer. And Lord, I pray that you would just guide him. We also lift up uh, as he has uh, Ron who passed away. Uh, Lord, just be with uh, his family, and uh, Lord, I pray that you'd minister. Uh, to them. We thank you that we have a living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Lord, but it is hard when we lose somebody that we care for, a friend, a loved one. And Lord, just bring that peace to to Dwayne in his work situation and, and losing somebody uh, close to him. And Lord, I pray that you would just um, just continue to bless my brother here. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks, Dwayne. God bless you. Thank you. Hang in there, buddy. Yep, you thank bet. you very much. Uh-huh. 303-690-3000 is the number to call on Calvary Live. And the text line is 720-336-0897. You know, I know it's hard. When we go out in the world as Christians, and there are those who perhaps want to push our buttons and those who want to, you know, 
uh, say things that, you know, can cut and irritate and annoy and get under our skins. And we just need God's help in those times. And we need God's discernment. And and um, we do want to live peaceably with all men as much as um, depends on us. And we're not to be a doormat to be walked on, but uh, you know, the world's going to do that, and the world's going to come against us, and the world's going to speak evil of us, and we just got to expect that. We just need God's help and guidance and discernment and all those things. Hey, we got a couple open lines, uh, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs, and let's go to Baltimore on the East Coast there with Chris on line one. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are good. you? Good. How are you? I'm doing so, good. You're on Calvary. You're on Calvary Live. So, um, so my question is, I have a question. My question is, um, so when our when we die, our physical bodies die, but our spirit goes on, and that's what animates us. So, what is it that animates animals? Well, he, here's the thing: man is made up of body spirit, and soul, three parts. The body, of course, is the flesh and blood. And when our bodies die, then our spirit goes on to be with the Lord. Um, When he created Adam and Eve, he created us in his image, and he breathed life into Adam. He, He, Man has a spirit. Now, an animal may have a soul. You know, you see an animal that your dog is happy. Um your dog is sad, whatever, but <clears throat> animals don't have a spirit like human beings do. They don't have that innate ability to be able to worship. God created us to worship him and to know him, and there's something deep down inside that man is going to worship something or someone. Even if they reject the Lord, they end up worshiping false gods or they worship something. It's kind of like the old Bob Dylan song. You're going to worship somebody or something. And God made us that way. You don't see Fido out in the backyard building an altar worshiping. So that's what makes the difference between man and and animals, that he has put his spirit in us, a living spirit in us, that then goes to be with the Lord, and then eventually our bodies are going to join in the, what it, in, is called the resurrection or the rapture of the church when that takes place. Is that kind of what you're looking for? Yes, it is. Um, what I, I always kind of group soul and spirit as the same, though. So what's the actual yeah. difference? Well, well, sometimes the, the, it's used interchangeably um, in the Scriptures, like when— uh, David writes, and and I'll try to find it here. David writes about uh, Jesus uh, and his resurrection. It's one of the few verses that we have, um, and it's in Psalm 16. He says, "You will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your holy one to see corruption." That's something that Peter quoted on the day of Pentecost. Um, that you know, speaking of the resurrection. But the soul um, oftentimes is used, is defined as the mind, as our emotions. That's the soul. And the spirit is the real us. And uh, so an animal doesn't, you know, may have, like I said, emotions. Your kitty cat is happy when you come home, you know, but it doesn't have a spirit. God breathed uh, into man. That's what makes man unique 
and then again that that um, the ability to be able to worship him um, to be able to know him to be able to just have that innate desire to worship God and you don't see that with animals so that's the main difference okay all right very good but that, that explains it um uh, I just wanted to say I, I think that it's wonderful that that you, that you have a radio station that uh, people can reach out and ask questions and uh, just wanted to give yeah. you a little encouragement there. I think it's really, really great and that it's also great that it's expanded as far as other countries, East Coast, West Coast. Well, they're on the West Coast, but yeah, all around. Yeah, and I and I'm glad that, you know such a privilege. Chris, to, to be connected with you guys out east. You know, we talk to people from Pennsylvania. You know, I, I'm sure you're listening on Hope FM to be there. You know, uh, Truth FM, Refuge FM. Uh, it is so needed because people have questions. And uh, and it's, you know, just a blessing to be able to go to Scripture and look at God's Word. So thank you. Appreciate it. Very welcome. You have a great night. Blessed night. You too, Chris. God bless you. Okay, bye. 303-690-3000 the call-in number. Love to talk to you. we got a couple open lines, and we've got plenty of time in the show. The hour goes by quickly, and, uh, and so as we keep the calls going, and calls are coming in, and we're going to keep going to the callers. The text line is 720-336-0897. That is the 24-7 prayer line as well. That you can anytime text in a, a prayer request. But during this show, this hour, we are going to uh, look at some of those as time permits. Two open lines. Grab one of those open lines. We're going to go back to the East Coast of Pennsylvania, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Valerie, are you there? I think we may have lost her. Okay, Valerie, she had a question. I'm going to go ahead and answer it. Valerie had a question, where do you go when you die? And then perhaps a question on soul sleep. And, um, and of course, if she's listening on Hope FM, they're a week delayed. But um, if you're listening online, Valerie, I'd like to answer that. If you got an opportunity to call back, uh, please call back. But the Bible's very clear about where we go when we die. Uh, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord— and that's in Second Corinthians chapter 5. So when we breathe our last and when we close our eyes, we go home to be with him. And, um, and uh, we are uh, with him. As Paul says, that we walk by faith, not by sight. We're confident, yes, will please. Rather to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And then eventually what happens is, is that we will get our new resurrected bodies. I think as as you had a question about soul sleep, there's a doctrine out there, soul sleep, that says that uh, when we die, that our soul sleeps until the rapture of the church. And that's not what the Bible teaches. Our bodies sleep, but not our soul. Our bodies are put into the ground. I, I've done many uh, funerals, and I've done many graveside services where we have somebody that's perhaps in a casket, and they're a Christian, and their body is there, their body will sleep as their body is put into the ground um, until the rapture of the church. When the rapture of the church happens, that we get new resurrected bodies that uh, Paul writes about in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 15. And he says that 
uh, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trump, uh, the dead will be raised incorruptible and shall be changed. For a corruptible, um, this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. And so that's when we get our new heavenly bodies, physical bodies. But right now, when we go home to be with the Lord, when uh, we pass away, uh, we immediately go home to be with him. There's no soul sleep. That is a false doctrine and a false teaching uh, that some circles of, of um, Christianity or uh, have uh, believed in, Seventh-day Adventists, and there is no soul sleep. Uh, Paul, when he was writing to the Philippian believers, he said, I'm pressed between two measures. He didn't know whether he was going to be put to death by Caesar Nero or whether he was going to be released. And he says, for me to, to live is advantage for you, but for me to die is gain. He didn't say for me to die is I go into soul sleep. Uh, he said for me to die is gain because Paul looked forward to being in the presence of the Lord. And then also we know that uh, Jesus, as he would say to the thief on the cross, when that thief turned to Jesus and said, uh, will you remember me? when you come into your kingdom, that Jesus said, you'll be with me before the sun is set in paradise. Jesus didn't say you're going to soul sleep for the next couple thousand years. He said, you're going to be with me. Uh, so clearly the Bible tells us that um, that to be absent from the body as a Christian is to be present with the Lord. And I am so thankful for that. And so thankful for those who have gone on before us that um, are in Christ, that are with Christ. And um, and very grateful that we have a living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, hey, um, give me a call. Uh, love to hear from you. We got all open lines, I believe, at this time. And uh, we're headed towards the break here in just a couple minutes. And love to talk to you. So um, think about that question, that prayer request. Uh, and uh, love to just be able to converse with you. Well, we just got a few minutes getting ready to go to break. I just want to give a quick announcement on this side of the break, and that is that here at Calvary Greeley that we're doing in-person services on Sunday morning, and it's been so wonderful. Uh, we've been doing in-person since the end of May. In the summer, we were out in the backyard, and that worked well, even though it was hot. But now we're inside, and we have three morning services at 8, 9, 30, and 11. We're going through Matthew's Gospel and Matthew's Gospel is such a wonderful, wonderful study. And so we invite you to come out and join us. We have children's ministry for all three services, 8, 9, 30, and 11. We're registering um, people to come. You can do that on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org, as we have limited space, and we have limited space in the children's ministry. So you can register, very simple to do, for Sunday service. Love to see you come out. More and more are coming out. The kids are coming. Um, it, it's so great to be able to worship together and be together. So look at all the details at our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org. And then on Wednesday nights, we are doing a online teaching in Jeremiah, our Wednesday night service. And uh, we have that up for you at 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights on our website and also on Calvary Chapel Greeley website. So uh, I know that many people are excited to be back, coming back to church, uh, coming back and being in fellowship, and uh, we're excited as well. And we also remember those who right now with high uh, health risks that are not able to come out or 
uh, need to be careful, and we remember you. And so all our services are online. You can watch it or, again, on Facebook Live. And and uh, and we're just praying that we get through this and we can see you soon um, as we get through um, these weeks and these months that are ahead of us. So uh, be praying for that. Hey, we're getting ready to go to break. It's the only break of the show, but we got all open lines. So I'd love to talk to you. Grab one of those open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And we're going to be right back. Got plenty of time in the show to answer your questions or to pray with you. 303-690-3000. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. So glad to be with you. What a blessing for us to be able to gather, you know, or be, you know, connected together and to ask questions and to Pray for one another and to uh, be here to take your prayer requests. Calvary Live is such a blessing, and I hope you're being blessed right now. Maybe you're on your way home and and uh, you're just driving through traffic, or maybe you're you're on the highway. Maybe you're out on the plains of uh, Colorado or southern Wyoming. Uh, those of you listening on the East Coast, um, that as you are in evening time and and as you're listening, we just welcome you and want to be a blessing to you. So give me a call. We got a couple open lines and we would love to be able to uh, just talk with you and answer your questions. And And uh, somebody's already expressed on the show how much of a blessing it is to have Calvary Live because I believe people do have a lot of questions and people are wondering and confused and uh, especially in these uncertain times. And we have certainty in God's word, don't we? We have certainty and we have uh, uh, just the ability to go to God's Word, which is truth, and that's what we're going to do on the show. So we got plenty of time for you to be able to uh, call in. we got an open line. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a moment, but um, just want to encourage you in this time because it has been difficult and it has been uncertain. And we do have, as Christians, a tremendous blessing to know that God is with us and he sees us and he sees you and he's going to bring this all to a glorious, glorious conclusion. And as we're going to be with him and he's going to take the church home and uh, he's going to come and rule and reign someday, we have hope. We really have hope and we want to give that message to others. And, and that's part of what we're doing here at Calvary Live as well, giving the gospel and giving the truth of God's word. So, um, Give me a call, 303-690-3000. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Greeley. So blessed to be with you. We're going to go to New Jersey, Kathy, on line one. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how are you, Pastor? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, I'm calling for a prayer request, actually, for my daughter. And um, she is... Uh, I don't. I don't want to give her name because she's actually, she's you don't her like name to. is kind of out there. With, with Lord the, knows what who she, she does. is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, she she actually is. You know, she helps p- 
people all day long in her job, but mm-hmm. she suffers from uh, depression. Yeah. And it, it sometimes it gets it gets very bad. So she pulls herself together. She does her job all day, and uh, really is very helpful in what she does. But then she comes home and she just, you know, she she dies. She crashes. Depression. She crashes, yeah. and the the work that she does it can be very very stressful. And um, I just think that she she honestly she she was divorced about six years ago, no children or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, she hasn't found anybody. And I think her, I think she's a, a little um, very uncertain about that again and afraid to get involved in a relationship or anything like that. And um, so she's really cut herself off a bit and pretty much does her job and that's it. So I'm calling for prayer to lift her out of depression and to bring her joy in her life, in her life. She's bringing joy to other people and in her life she has none. Yeah, and that can happen. And and I'll tell you what, those who serve people and have that gift of serving, you can pour into others and you pour into others. And then when you come home, you can crash. And that's one of the things um, that I always kind of like to remind others that even as pastors, pastors can give and give and give, and then they can come home and crash. And there are pastors that deal with depression because of that. And, and, you know, it's real and, and it's hard and it's difficult. And then on top of it, being hurt uh, through a relationship, um, that is very hard as well. And once you've been hurt, you can be very guarded. So you can be guarded, you know, you're, you're given out. And we want to pray that the Lord will just lift her spirit and her soul. You know, David yeah. got depressed. He said, why are you cast down, oh, my soul? Yeah. And he would cry out to the Lord. So I think for you, Kathy, to minister to your daughter, read her some of those psalms, you know, because David would talk about soaking his pillow at night with tears. He would talk about, you know, at the ends of the earth when I, you know, when my heart is overwhelmed, I can cry out to you, O Lord. And that's going to bring great comfort to her. And to know that the Lord loves her and sees her and has a wonderful plan for her and just you know, to to give her that scripture that the Lord does see and care and has compassion for her and uh, has a, you know, future for her because his thoughts towards her are thoughts of peace and not of evil, uh, to give her a future and a hope and just give her that and that's going to lift her spirit as much as you can um, and to know that the Lord, okay. he doesn't break a bruised reed and he doesn't quench a smoking flax. And there are those who will come along and say, you know, you shouldn't be down or discouraged or depressed, you know, and all of this. Well, the Lord understands our frame and we're but dust. And I love in Isaiah the tenderness of our Lord when he comes to us and he just says that that I don't break a bruised reed, you know, and she's bruised right now. She got hurt. And when you're bruised, what do you do? You pull back, right? And he doesn't come along, just stomp on us and, you know, and, you know, she's just smoldering right now. And I wish I could be on fire all the time, but there are times 
that, you know, even during this season of COVID, that I was discouraged and down. And there, you know, even mornings, I'll admit that it was hard to get out of bed. And and oh. I know that the Lord just very gently, just, you know, as my heart is smoldering, just brings the flame back. And that's what he wants to do with your daughter. And, um, and you know, he's the one that feeds his flock because he's the good shepherd. And Isaiah yeah. says he will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. And, you know, he, he's so good. So, Father, I just pray, Kathy, for her daughter that just gets crashes, and she helps so many other people, but then she gets down and discouraged and depressed, and it's very real. And and she is saying, like, David, why are you so cast down, O my soul? And, Lord, I just pray that you would lift her up, her heart, and be the lifter of her head, that you would fill her heart with your joy. And, Lord, that she would know you have compassion for her. And, Lord, your ministry is to bring that, that flame back in her heart. And, Lord, to heal the brokenhearted. And, Lord, I love what you say that um, the one who, uh, you know, you give power to the weak. And to those who have no might, you increase strength. And I, you would do that for her. And Lord, that, that as she's been hurt with the relationship, that you bring the healing that she needs right now. And Lord, that you bring the comfort that she needs. And Lord, that, um, that you would just minister to her all those things that she, Lord, needs. And that um, she would just perceive your presence and your love. And I pray that you be with Kathy and help her minister to her daughter. That, Lord, that she would ha- have just those words and comfort to give to her through your you know, precious, precious promises. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. That was beautiful prayer. You bet. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. God bless Take you, care. Kathy. And thank you, you very in, much. You keep in Take touch. Care. Okay. I will. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. If you need prayer, you got a question, and we got an open line, so let's go to John in Denver. Hi, John. Hello, how are are you? you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. So um, I haven't really done a good job sharing the gospel um, throughout my life, but the past six months I've been really praying and trying to share the gospel more with um, people who God brings my life. So... um, Recently, I found out that a coworker who I haven't talked to in years, um, that she has terminal cancer. So, you know, I kind of decided, okay, I think I'm going to, you know, share the gospel with her. Um, but then I started a second guess, and I'm like, well, she doesn't, I'm just, I guess I'm scared that I'm going to frighten her in her last, you know, um, few months that she has. But the other part of me is like, I need to share the gospel because an eternity without uh, being in the presence with the Lord is much more frightening. So I'm kind of on the fence about uh, what I should do. So I just thought I'd yeah. ask you. Yeah, John. And, you know, it's a good question because I think a lot of people um, kind of are feeling some of the things you are. Maybe there's a little fear or uncertainty. and But with your case, with her having terminal cancer, I believe that the Lord has brought you into her life for her to hear the gospel. And and so what you do, John, is to pray, you know, about wisdom and, and how to present it. 
Second of all, that you just pray that Lord prepare her heart to hear it because I'm sure if she finds herself at the end of her life or, you know, different stages of people there, has she accepted it or not or, or whatever, but just ask God for wisdom and to share it with her and to let her know the reason that you're sharing it with her is because this is, this is what God's Word says. This is what I believe, and I want to share it with you because um, these are words of life, and I want you to know it. And, and I think that most people, even though they may not receive it, they are appreciative of that. And you don't have to do it in a pushy way. You don't have to do it in an obnoxious way, but very gentle. I care about you. I know you're coming to the end of life. I got some good news for you. But, John, don't be afraid to give the gospel. Our our ministry is to give the gospel. The results are up to the Lord, and you know, um, and we need to live the, leave the results in the Lord's hands. Um, but just be obedient because, again, I really believe that the Lord has you in her life just to do that. And he puts us in different people's lives so we can give them the gospel. And you may be the only gospel that she's going to receive um, from you. And um, and not to put an undue burden on you, but we are to, to be able to do that. So I want to pray with you okay. that the Lord will guide you in that. But don't be afraid. I think what happens is the enemy comes along and sells us this bill of goods. Oh, you can't share the gospel because she may not like you or be offended. That may happen. She may be offended. Um, You don't. You're not smart enough. You're not. You know, um, articulate enough. He just messes with us. Just share with her. Okay, because I just don't want to scare her in the last few days. But I mean, I want to give her, give her the good news. Give her the good news and tell her that, you know what? Jesus loves you so much. He went to the cross and died for you. Yeah. And, you know, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And, um, And you know what? There is hope. And to tell her that there's a living hope. She's right now focused on death. But there is a living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it's for you. And just explain that very gently and and lovingly, and I think that she'll listen, and and uh, we're going to pray that she's receptive. So, okay. Lord, I pray for John. I just pray as he um, is desiring to share the gospel with a former worker uh, with cancer that's terminal, that you give him the right words to speak, that right now I pray that you would prepare her heart to hear those words, that you would soften her heart, that you would draw her to you, that she would be a vessel ready to be poured into with the good news of the gospel and a message of a living hope. I pray you give John the words and the courage to share with her, the gentleness, the compassion, Lord, and that uh, you give him wisdom and discernment. We pray that she would come to know you. We pray that she would um, know that Jesus died for her because of his love for her. And Lord, that you would do that work of salvation in her heart. Use John in a powerful way um, and just prepare him uh, for this time, he's going to share with her in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. You're welcome, John. God bless you. Bye-bye. We'll be praying Thank for you. Share the gospel, folks. People need the gospel. They need to hear it. And share it in a way that with gentleness and kindness and, and caring and the love of Jesus Christ and, and what he's provided for us and what the Lord means to you. 
But one of the things also is um, that we share the gospel not just with words as well, but with our lives. And people may watch you for a while, and as they watch us, do they see the reality of Jesus? Do they, they don't see perfection, I know that. But do they see something of the Lord that's being worked out in your life and my life? And really, oftentimes, that will set the stage of people listening. If we're living like the world, we're going out there, you know, uh, you know, um, following after the world, then our words don't carry a lot of weight. But if you're one that people see that, that you are blessed by the Lord and you are following the Lord and that you trust the Lord, um, just being that light, in other words, that's shining, then it's really going to go a long ways as we then witness to them with words. So we're a witness with our lives and we're a witness with words. Hey, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. We got a couple open lines, plenty of time in the show for you to call. Text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Jason in Denver. Hi, Jason. Hi, good afternoon. Hello. Thanks for holding. You're on Calvary Live. Uh, thank you for having me on your show, sir. Um, I'll be honest with you. I am a first-time caller and a first-time listener. I just happened to come across the station on the air driving uh, down to Colorado Springs. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you found this. Um, well, evidently it was ordained that way. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's a very, very, very long story. And let me just preface this conversation with, I'm not even sure I'm a Christian. So I, uh, I struggle with a lot of the tenements of the Christian faith and, um, for a variety of reasons, which aren't really important right now, but, um, I, I am so full of vengeance and anger right now after being betrayed by everyone (laughs) Mm -hmm. in my life, um, and I, I can't let go of that. And, and now, as it turns out, I may <clears throat> I may uh, be at the the final stages of my life. Okay. Uh, um, I don't want to send it pissed off, or excuse me, I'm sorry, angry at someone else. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But I can't let go of this. Like I'm like I thoughts of violence and murder go through my head with some of these people right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason. Um, there's a lot right now that I cannot understand what you're going through. There's no way I can. Um, but you've been hurt deeply. You feel betrayed. You feel um, that um, you've been hurt in life, and it's brought anger. That's one of the things about a- anger is that it turns into wrath. And wrath is like you're about ready to explode. And you feel like you know, vengeance. And, and that is just a human emotion of the flesh. But I want to read something to you that, you know, Paul the Apostle, as he's writing to the Roman church, that he says to them that, beloved, don't avenge yourselves, but rather give place um, to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. The Lord says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And the reason that he says that is because, in a way, he's saying, don't you mess with it because you can't handle it. And we can't. I know. And I don't want to diminish the hurt that you've been through. Please, please understand that. But the thing is, when we get angry, and it's like cancer, it grows. The book of Hebrew talks about bitterness, that it grows and gets takes root in our heart. And so we 
it happens and you're saying you're towards the end of your life and and you're angry and you don't want to be ang- angry and the only way to get rid of that ang- anger is as Paul would write to the Ephesian church and he would write to the Christians, put off anger and wrath. But how do we do that? How do we do that? How do we forgive when the Lord says that we are to forgive? And and that person has hurt me or cut me deep or betrayed me. And here's the thing about forgiveness. Forgiveness does not diminish the hurt that they did to you. Forgiveness doesn't say, well, you know, condone and overlook and and um, and approve what they did. Not at all. Forgiveness doesn't even bring restoration of relationships. It is a choice that you make that I am going to forgive because God says to forgive for that very reason of if we don't, then those people still have power over you. And to choose to say, I'm going to forgive, and I'm not going to let them have power over me. I'm not going to be a doormat to be hurt anymore. Relationships may not be restored, but I'm choosing to do that, to forgive. And you know what? The one that was ultimately betrayed was our Lord Jesus Christ. And he's our sympathetic high priest that sympathizes with us in our weaknesses. He knows what it means to be betrayed. He understands that. He knows what it means to be hurt. I mean, they killed him. They scourged him. He knows the betrayal of of and the desertion even of his closest friends who deserted him in that garden. He understands those feelings. And yet on that cross, he said, forgive them, Father. And as you forgive, it is something that we can't do in our own strength, in our own ability. We have to give it to the Lord. Jason, you have to give it to the Lord. And you do it bit by bit, day by day, over and over again. And to say honestly to the Lord, Lord, I can't do this in my own energy. I can't do this in my own ability. I need your help. But that also comes by just believing in the Lord and knowing him. Listen, he is a God of compassion. And he sees you. He knows the hurt. He knows everything about you. And he desires to be your help. He desires to be your strength, and he desires to bring the comfort that only he can give. And I know that's a lot, Jason, but to come to that point of, Lord, I need to trust in you, first of all, to trust for salvation, and Lord, I need to look to you to help me in my life right now with this struggle because I don't want to go through my life being angry and bitter and unforgiving because it will just eat at you, and that's what it's doing. It's just eating at you. You're absolutely correct. Um, yeah, thank Jason, you very much. I appreciate that. Jason, I want to pray with you if you just allow me to do that. But sure. I want you to also know that the Lord sees you and is desiring for you to surrender completely to him. And sometimes it's hard to do that, to trust in him, to rest in his love, to come to the cross and say, Lord, you died for me, and Lord, that you were spat on and you were tortured, and you did it for me so that I might have eternal life and right relationship with the Father. And so I just I just want to pray for you, and I just want to invite you to, you know, just ask the Lord in your heart, because he's there listening. He's there listening to you. 
and he's ready to to intervene and to help you th- during this time. And if you're willing to do that, I'd be willing to just help you and just pray for you if that's okay. Sure, that'd be great. Father, I pray for Jason. I pray right now, Lord, is he's he's driving, and he says he's not sure if he's a Christian, but a Christian isn't based on our holiness. Our own righteousness is based on faith in you. And Lord, I pray that Jason would really come to know you, to be surrendered to you, to come to the cross, because the answers are found at the cross. You who were spat on and and suffered in ways we can't imagine, but you did it for Jason, for him, for him specifically. And I pray that he would just surrender his life to you right now, that he would come to you and say, Truly sit upon the throne of my heart, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. And Lord, forgive me. And Lord, help me. I want to know you, and I want to know of your love. And to to know that you're my defender, and vengeance is my saith the Lord, that you will take care of me. I pray for Jason, that he would trust you, and that he would go to you day by day, bit by bit, giving this to you, Lord, that he would come to know your peace. He would come to know your comfort and that, Lord, that you would minister that to him supernaturally in his heart, that you would just do that and that he would just come to, to Lord, know the peace that only you can give and comfort that only you can give. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I really do. Jason, Jason, one more quick thing. You said you just found us in the show. You keep in touch with us, okay? You call us if you need prayer. You call us if you got questions, and we're here to serve you and minister to you in any way that we can, all right? Thank you again. I, I really do appreciate that. You you don't know how much difference that makes right now. Okay. Trust in the Lord. Look to Him, okay? He, he's oh, the faithful one. All right. All right. Take care. Take care. Let's go to Nate, who's on line one. Hey, Nate. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, I, you know, I just love that prayer. I heard Jason. I was just driving right now. I'm on the, ra- I'm on the radio, and when he called, I'm like, man, that's amazing. He's just driving down the road, and he hears it. He calls in. He's reaching out. And so I just wanted to also pray for him. If he's still l- listening right now, uh, if you could just give me like 10 or 15 seconds, man. I'd love to do that, and I think let's just remind everybody, let's just pray for him right now. Let's do it all right now, everyone that's listening. Father God, thank you so much. Uh, Lord, I thank you for your spirit. I thank you that you are alive and well in this world, and even in the time right now, God. And Father, I ask you encounter Jason tonight with a Holy Spirit and in an encounter that he's never had before that draws him to repentance, that draws him to knowing who you are. And, Father, this is a time for all of us right now to repent, non-believers and believers, because these times are really, really interesting. And so, God, help us to look to, to you, and, God, encounter Jason with your love, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, and just encourage him to seek you. And we just give you all the glory, and what a praise, what an honor in Jesus guys appreciate it hey thanks nate appreciate your call god bless you man 
Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. You bet. Have a good evening. Hey, I, I want to read to you as we close today. We, we just got a minute or so left. Um, but I know that some of you are out there. The theme of today, every show takes on a theme. Those who are hurting um, and those who have gone through loss or those who are, you know, uh, relationships have been severed. And I just want to read from Job chapter 5. Job went through loss and difficulty. And um, and I love what he says. It's absolutely amazing. And I hope it brings comfort to you and encouragement to you. But Job says, but as for me, I would seek God. And to God, I would commit my cause who does great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. He gives rain on the earth and he sends waters on the fields. And he sets on high those who are lowly and those who mourn are lifted to safety. And maybe you're mourning here this evening. The Lord sees you and he knows you and he desires to lift you up. And even as Isaiah, he would say, that have you not known or heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. He un- his understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. And so those are promises from the Lord. Go to him. Call out to him. He sees your heart. And, and ask him for the help that you need and whatever it is that's bringing hurt to you or pain to you in your life. Hey, God bless you. Thank you, everybody who's called in today. Uh, had a great show. And um, looking forward to being with you next time. In the meantime, stay close to the Lord. Keep reading the Word of God, your Bible. Keep calling out to him. God bless you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.